0: Hello, all. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy ag teacher life to join myself and everybody at the Green and Growing Community for the Winter 2021 Virtual Conference. So excited to have you here and so excited to share Conquering National Chapter. So my name is Janelle Taylor. I've, teaching, I've been teaching at Lakewood Ranch High School for the last seven years, um, and we've been doing national chapter ever since I've started there, and so I'm really excited to help you expand your chapter's award program. So first off, what is it? Maybe you're a brand new teacher and you have no idea what I'm talking about, or maybe you've been teaching, you've heard of it, but you're like, oh, I've heard it a lot. So you have never done it before. Well, National FFA states that National Chapter Award Program is designed to recognize FFA chapters that actively implement the mission and strategies of the organization. These chapters improve chapter operations using the National Quality Chapter Standards and a program of activities that emphasizes growing leaders, building communities, and strengthening agriculture. Chapters are rewarded for providing educational experiences for the entire membership. Guess what? You're already doing all of this. I would probably bet money on it you're already doing it. We do so many activities within our FFA chapters, you have just never applied it to the application. And so we're gonna break down the application today. But first, why? Why should I spend hours and hours with my students writing this application? Well, it gives your program a purpose. So COVID-19 hit and I mean, it really put a dagger to my heart when it came to our program because our principal he shut down almost every single elective. So, engineering levels one, two, three, four, he cut it. All the different arts, he cut it. So, my co teacher and I, we had to fight hard because we were not, we were not about to lose everything that we've worked so hard for. They were gonna make us peer counseling classes. And luckily, we had the backing of being a three star national chapter for years and years. And so, we put the hammer down and we won. So it gives your program a purpose. It gives it, you know, validity to really stand strong and separate from other programs. Uh, It also creates well-rounded activities for members. So a lot of times maybe we focus on one area of agriculture or maybe just focus on the community. And so it kind of broadens their activities, And it pushes for more student-led activities. We know the FFA is a student-led organization, but it's really hard as us as advisors, or at least me, I'm type A, to not take a hold of everything and try to control it. So it really puts it in the kids' hands. And of course, like I said before, it recognizes your chapter at a national level. You deserve that recognition. You work so hard, you know, countless hours on the weekends, you know, in the summer. And so let your chapter really shine and get recognized. So first, in case you didn't know, let's dissect the program. So first of all, they're what we call divisions. There are three of them, growing leaders, building communities, and strengthening agriculture. So when you hear divisions, that's what they're talking about. We break down those divisions further into quality standards. So there are five quality standards within each of the three divisions. So a total of 15 activities you will have to do. Um, and each of those are listed out, you can see them. The biggest thing to know is you have to do all 15 of the quality standards. But within the application, you only have to highlight three quality standards within each division. So a total of nine that you actually have to highlight, really break down goals. Obviously, we make our kids do the whole process for every quality standard, but you only have to write in the application three quality standards per division. So where do I start? Well. You start with committees. Committees are the best. They're also really hard sometimes because it's pulling teeth to get the kids in. So there are two ways that we really push the kids to get involved. Either I've seen at other schools where they have officer of their team positions. So growing leaders chair, building communities chair, and then strengthening agriculture chair. And their only sole duty is to observe committees, to run committees, to make sure the activities are going well. Um, that's not what our chapter does, but our neighbor uh, down the road that's what they do and they've had a lot of success with it. We have our officers serve as committee chairs and so you can see this will be one of our takeaways is our little committee posters um, and so we have one of them be a chair or a co-chair working on the committee throughout the summer to prepare it for when members come back that they can just pick and choose and look at the posters on what they want to join. Either way could work for you and um, just really kind of gauge your kids and see what they would like to do. So the next step is plan ideas. Oh my goodness, there's so many ideas you could possibly do. And the biggest thing is to hand the kids this little reference sheet. You can find it on my takeaways as well. I've got a link to National Chapter, all the goodies from them, from National FFA. But this breaks down the quality standard of each of the divisions and gives example activities. So that way they have an idea of of what they actually mean and what activities could apply. Obviously, we want you to make your own activities and make it meaningful and unique and impactful and diverse because I had the pleasure of judging national chapter applications this summer. And I will tell you, I have never read so many roadside cleanups and barbecues in my entire life. I'm not saying those are bad activities but what I'm saying is they're not unique. You know, they might be impactful, but they're not unique and they're not diverse. And so we find that if you, you know, want to be recognized as a three-star national chapter, or if you want to be a premier finalist or a models of excellence, you might want to try to really tweak your activities or maybe something that you do already and kind of tweak it to make it more unique, to make it, you know, something that, wow, wow. You want to wow the judges. So The first part, as we break down our goals, is the activity description. It clearly explains the purpose and reason the chapter is implementing the activity. The description clearly answers the following questions. These are straight from the rubric. What is the purpose of this activity and why is the activity taking place? So you can see the Dakin Dairy picture there is one of our activities we had this past year. So I'm going to read to you our activity description. Dick and Dairy is a local farm that impacts the community from leasing animals to FFA members, donating milk to charity events, and offering agritourism free of charge for elementary students. Dick and Dairy truly makes a difference in our community. FFA members wanted to improve their economic welfare through service and advocating their products. So you can see in the description, it's short, sweet, to the point, tells us what we wanna do but it also gives us the reason of why we wanted to participate in the activity and as well as what we're going to do. We're going to serve and we're going to advocate. And boom, there you go. Activity description. Done. Next, you got to plan some goals. So now that you have an idea of maybe what you're going to do as your first activity, it's time to break it down. And so it's really important to you teach your members smart goals. So specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. I know as teachers, we know how to write a SMART goal, um, but you may wanna do a little workshop with your committee chairs or your officers on how to write a SMART goal because they struggle with it. And it's really, really important that if you have a SMART goal, if you don't have a SMART goal, you're gonna lose a ton of points right off the bat. So really important that you have those components. And so you can see, I gave you an example. It's from the Division Strengthening agriculture quality standards safety from our 2017 premier chapter finalist um, activity. And so, before we begin talking about the goals, it's really important that you use backwards by design. So, think about the activity and what do you want your end goal to be? What do you want the members to get out of it or the community? Um, so it's really, really important that you think about the end goal. And so in this case, this was our safety one. Um, and we had a member lose her cabin in the river ranch fires. And so a lot of our students felt compelled that they needed to teach the community about safety and specifically fire safety. And so we sat them down and said, okay, now, you know, your, what you want them to learn, let's work backwards. How do we get there? and so the kids came up with okay i want to go to tractor supply because that's where a lot of you know people in agriculture are and so they wanted to create brochures and talk to people okay so you can see that's how goal three kind of was built and then we work backwards okay well we can't just show up to tractor supply with a bunch of flyers and so they went into goal two. Oh hey let's let's talk to the florida forestry service you know get them to come out with us you know give it a more wow factor And they can help us in describing fire safety. So that's when the fire safety day was created on March 18th. And then we worked backwards one more time. Well, how do we do all that? How do we, how do we contact the forestry service? How do we make a safety day? How do we make brochures? You know, how do we get people to hand them out? Because it's a pretty elaborate activity, probably one of the most elaborate. And so the kids wanted to specifically make sure they had a safety committee, you know, that was on point. And so that was their first goal. Obviously, every goal number one cannot be formed a committee. Um, but in that case, they were really diligent. They, they had to have that strong committee um, working and they met regularly. So there's our goals. We've got our SMART goals. Now we've got to have a plan of action. That's the next component in breaking down the application. So what you're going to do and how you're going to do it, you've got to break down each of your three goals for your one quality standard. So, I gave you our goal in conjunction with the Florida Forestry Service and six FFA members, host a fire safety day to promote safe burning and wildlife protection at Tractor Supply on March 18, 2017. Y'all, this may seem super, super easy, because it is. I literally write with our members, we write who, what, when, where, how, and then we break down each goal. It allows the kids to really understand, okay, this is a lot easier than I thought it was. So who? Florida Forestry Service and six FFA members. What? Host a fire safety day. When? March 18, 2017. Where? Tractor supply. How? How is the only thing that you don't have written within your goal? So how are they gonna com- complete this goal? They're gonna contact the chapter supply, they're going to contact Florida Forestry, they're going to have a sign up in the classroom, they're going to um, research, you know, save burning, and boom, there you go, there's your plan of action. So other chapters may write their goal out again, and then write like who, what, when, where, how, behind their sentence, but for me, and especially as a judge, like, damn, put it in my face, who, what, when, where, how. So moving on, the last component um, for each of the goals is the outcome. Did you not meet it? So it's unmet, met, or exceeded. And with unmet, don't be afraid to write unmet. Be honest. Things happen. Uh, we were you know, models of excellent national finalists, and we had multiple goals that were unmet. You can't predict a national disaster. You can't predict a pandemic or a lack of involvement. It's OK to be honest. Just give reasons of why. Why you didn't meet that goal. And so, for example, we had one recruitment um, day a couple years ago. And so we planned it and only 50 kids show up and our goal was 100. But we didn't realize we planned it on the Valentine's Day dance, even though it was a week before Valentine's Day. And so we had to write in there. We just wrote, you know, we scheduled it on the, um, the middle school dance. And next year, you know, that's what we would do differently was check the calendar and make sure we didn't schedule it on that day. If you met your goal, you just restate the goal. If you exceeded the goal, restate the goal, but add how much you exceeded your goal. So if your goal was to uh, collect 45 frozen turkeys to donate to the food pantry by November 17th, 2020, but you actually had 75 turkeys donated, write 75 instead of 45. Toot your own horn, you deserve it, right? The biggest component is the summary, and this is worth big money points. So there are three questions they want you to ask, or ask, they want you to answer for each of your activities. So how does the activity advance leaders, the community, or agriculture? They're gonna state the purpose of the activity and the benefit it had. Why did you do the activity and how did it benefit the division? The biggest thing is to break down the question by knowing what division you're in. So if you are talking about your quality standard safety, you're going to refer how that activity advanced agriculture because you're in the division of strengthening agriculture. So this is where your terminology comes into play. So talk about whatever division you're in. So if you're in growing leaders, you're gonna talk about how it advanced leaders. If you're in building communities, talk about the community. So really, really important that you recognize that. The next one, how did the activity impact its intended audience? Response clearly identifies and describes how the impact of the activity affected the intended audience. So think of who, who your audience was. Was it FFA members? Was it the community? Was it the homeless population, school population? And how did it impact them? So what did you do to impact that group of people? And then that's it. You just talk about how you impacted them. And then the last question, how does the activity relate to the quality standard? Activity and benefits, activity and how it benefits relate directly to the chosen quality standard. So if you're in safety, for instance, here's my example from our premier finalist activity in 2017. If you look to related to quality standard, you know, we were talking about forest fires and we wanted to educate the public. Um, Fires can devastate houses, properties and can change lives in an instant. The River Ranch fires hit too close to home to many of our FFA members, which is why they felt the need to advocate fire safety to customers at Tractor Supply. Boom, drop mic, there it is. We advocated fire safety. That's how it relates to the quality standard of safety. So hopefully that helps you break them down. Obviously, you'll have this PowerPoint to kind of help you look back at some of the examples um, when we're talking about the summary portion of it. But advancing agriculture, you can see at the top because we're in the ag- Strengthening Agriculture Division. And then of course, how it impacted our audience. Um, definitely was the public, with the community and how they can do their part in preventing forest fires. And then of course, how we relate it to the quality standard of safety. The last big portion is photos and captions. So you have two photos here. Um, They're both from the same activity that we did uh, last year. Which one would you choose for your national chapter award application? The one on the left or the one on the right? The one on the left shows more kids, right? Shows them actively involved. Um, but the one on the left is not the one I would choose. We actually chose the one on the right. And here's why. The one on the left has a lot more people, yes. But one, you can see the girls are kind of staying around in the background, not really doing a whole lot. They also aren't wearing their safety glasses, which you can see the boy in the blue here, he's not wearing his safety glasses either. And so that's something that National FFA looks for all the time, whether it's proficiency applications, national chapter, got to have that that safety gear if you're working with tools. Um, You can also see the gentleman um, on the left, he was our engineer teacher who helped us out as well. Um, you can see his backside, and so we try to teach our kids no B and B, no butts, no backside. So whenever you're training kids to take pictures, no B and B, no backs, no butts. Um, and so you can see there, you know, we've got the side profile of some of them, so not the best picture. When you look at the right, high quality, kids are engaged. You can tell there's multiple kids, multiple groups of kids involved. He's got his safety glasses. They're actively working safely. Um, and so that's just a better quality picture. So how I like to train the kids is one, no B&Bs. Two, would you like to see it on the cover of the New Horizons magazine? Which one are they gonna pick? The one on the left? No, they're gonna pick the one on the right. And so that's one way we can train our kids on how to take pictures. Because pictures are just as important as our caption. Our photo captions, they need to tell a story. They need to give the judges a quick snapshot of the activity. As the judges past year, they actually suggested that we look at the picture and the caption before we even read the description, the goals, and the summary. So it's gotta tell a story. It just gives us this flowy wow impression when we read it. Do not say, in this picture, they're playing tug of war and they had a good time. Well, I can clearly tell they're playing tug of war and I can clearly tell they're having fun, but why are you playing tug of war and why are they having fun? So I'll read you our description. Entering high school can be like a game of tug of war. There are many clubs, organizations, classes, sports, et cetera, to pull uh incoming freshmen into many different aspects within the school. By wrangling in the upcoming eighth graders at our many social events, our members are able to bond and build a relationship with new members before they can enter the game of high school. Whether it was tug-of-war, relay games, or feed sack race, the chapter members were building a tradition and foundation for incoming freshmen. To feel at home in our FFA program. You feel it? You feel it? You feel it? That you can like look at that picture and be like, oh yeah, they play games, they're building relationships, you know, they're wrangling in their members to join FFA, whether it's sixth, seventh, or eighth graders, when they're upcoming, they're gonna be like, yeah, I wanna be a part of this chapter. That is the flowy story that they're looking for when it comes to captions. Just remember. Follow your rubric because captions are just as much worth of points as the picture itself. So just remember a couple of key things. Follow the rubric. I know we tell our kids all the time, follow the rubric, follow, did you read the rubric? Follow the rubric, did you read it? Did you read it? Did you read it? And we beat a dead horse there. But it's really important for you to follow the rubric. We preach it to our kids, now we've got to do it and lead them to that rubric when we're building our national chapter award program. Allow it to be student led. It's really, really hard, especially for most ag teachers who are type A, to not take control of that activity and make sure it's a success. It's okay to let them flop. It's okay to have a goal not not met, to be unmet. It's okay. It happens and it's going to happen. And hopefully they learn from that. But let them plan it. Obviously, they get too crazy, you know, you got to reel them back in a little bit, but allow it to be student led and create committees. Take the work off of you so our kids meet with their committees, right now they're meeting with them virtually, but they're meeting with them on their own. We are not involved in their committee meeting. They host them, they run them, they give us feedback. Craft unique activities. Remember, roadside cleanups and barbecues are great, but try to come up with other activities that are really impactful and and wow and different and, you know, maybe select a unique part of your community that you can impact. Remember smart goals. Push them. They've got to be smart goals. They've got to be you know, they got to have that timestamp on them. They got to be relevant. So really, really important that we build smart goals with our kids. And of course with photos, no BNB, no bats, no, no bats, no butts. So really important train your kids to be no BNB. They'll start like talking about it. It's actually pretty funny. And of course, tell a story in your caption. Give us a great flowy description. So that way when the judges look at your picture, they look at their caption, they already know about how awesome your activity is. And the last thing, please check out my takeaways, I've got a planning sheet for you, we've got the posters for you, you've got this presentation, so you can always have it, Um, and I did break down the other forms, form one of the national chapter application that I didn't really talk about in here, and you get a sample of an activity that we did recently. So you have the opportunity to really grow your program, to grow your award program, and I hope that you take the leap, and I wish you good luck, and thank you so much for joining me in Conquering National Chapter. Take care, guys.